Hey everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the Steam Machine Podcast. My name is Dalton and joining me as always are my good buddies. Yo, what's up? It's Nate. Hey, it's Willie. How are we doing today? And this week we played some spooky free games. But before we get into that, I have one thing to say. Gentlemen, we released a Phasmophobia episode. And apparently, because we're the influencers that we are, <laughs> our episode came out and they were like, oh shit, we should update our game. So there was a new update um, that we checked out last night. And I just wanted to touch on that like briefly since that literally came out at the week we did the episode just after we did it. So yeah. um, they added a new difficulty. It's a major patch. Oh, yeah, yeah they've ahead. added new difficulty. They've added new uh, a new haunting area you can go visit. They've added four new types of ghosts, and they've changed the behavior of a few things. So it's uh, it's pretty big. Yeah. They've done a lot to the game. Uh, they also added the weather patterns as well. Oh, that's right. Which yeah. can affect your readings and stuff. Uh, now, how did you guys feel about the new, the new level of the camp? I really enjoyed it personally. Yeah, I thought it was really sick. I liked how it was kind of more open and outside. So it gave you kind of a different feel than literally anywhere else in the game. But also like yep. the fact that it wasn't too big compared to some levels like the asylum in the high school. So it kind of hit that little little um, sweet spot where it was bigger but not too big and pretty fun to explore. Especially the first time we went there. What was interesting to me is when we were looking up uh, the, the floor plans and stuff, I did not realize how big the asylum is. Yeah, it's apparently the largest building in the game, and I guess because we struggled more with the high school, I figured the high school had to be the largest one, because it's just so easy to get turned around, and at least the uh, Asylum's floor plan is a little bit less uh, convoluted, but I would have, if you asked me to guess which one the biggest building in the game was, I would have said high school without reservation. Yeah, Uh, the camp is much smaller than those, but it's it's very interesting, like the the outside dynamic. you know, he <clears throat> almost like being able to hear wind and like a mm-hmm. uh, tree, like the you know, woods noises and your light sources aren't normal lights. You know, they're just like camp lights that are strung up that you can turn on. Um, and then there's a cabin that you can find uh, and a cool little Easter egg. Actually, if you uh, take a walk down the uh, pier, I guess you would call it dock and uh, look in the water. There's a cool little Easter egg there for you to find. Yeah, I was very pleased with that. Actually, yeah, great. Like, y'all were like, hey, come look at the Easter egg, and I did, and I was like, yeah, that's good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, for sure. Um, if you know anything about horror movies and campsites, you can probably guess, <laughs> like, around what the Easter egg might be, but, like, definitely worth checking out if you have the game. Yeah, Sleepaway Camp, come on. <laughs> <laughs> or was it Club Dread, where they all go to the camp and they all die? <laughs> um, Whoa, spoilers. <laughs> People die in the horror what? movie? Right? Oh, God. And I think uh, <clears throat> Club Dread was done by the uh, Super Trooper dudes. Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Broken yeah. Lizard, I think that's what they're called. Broken Lizard. <laughs> Shit, man. Yeah. Uh, I just, we uh, we played some of that last night, and uh, I really enjoyed the new update. I like the uh, the additions that they made. Um, it was the first, we had one of the first matches uh, ever where uh, all four of us got killed in very quick succession. Yeah, like, that was just... ridiculous, man. Because, like, we just got there, <laughs> then, boom, uh, Dalton's dead. Boom, Willie's dead. Boom, I'm dead. Boom, Dave's dead. Game over. We <laughs> lose. It was so fast. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was. It was like one and a half minutes between Dalton falling and the last one. Yeah, it, it was fucking wild. And when I died and I'm standing there and I'm looking at you three and you're all kind of walking around like, oh shit, oh shit, what do we do? 
standing literally between all three of you guys was the ghost. I could see his full apparition with his weapon. He's at a machete, and he was just standing there. And y'all were, like, standing there talking, and he's just right in the middle of you all. And then he <laughs> went, and disappeared. Man. And I was like, oh, shit. And then that's not long after that, Willie was uh, joined me in the afterlife. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, I don't... I don't think uh, me or Dave knew how to get back to the van. So when I started trying to run away from it, I just kind of ran in a direction. And it uh, it wasn't a good one. fast, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, One of the things in the update is they upped the ghost speed during hunts. Oh, okay. It shows. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I wish they would have uh, given our characters some cardio exercise. but Nope, still six-pack-a-day smokers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So, so the the free games that we played this week, the gentlemen, all the little horror stuff. Uh, where would you like to start? Um, you know, I kind of thought that a good place to start would be uh, the the first ones that came out chronologically really early. Okay. Like when I was listing all the games I wanted to do, I wanted to put those two at the top because I had like a sidebar after those two. And also, uh, I think it'll be fun to have one that when that we did kind of enjoy and one that held up very badly. Okay, sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, um, oh, go ahead. Dan. I was just gonna say, well, if you if you've got a list pulled up and you're looking at it, then by all means, sir, go for it, and we'll uh, we'll chat about them. Yeah, I've just got my uh, notes open. I've got the games in the list I've played them in, so it might not be the exact list of the download uh, links. I put download links in the show notes too, so you'd be able to just pop that in if you wanted oh, to cool. give the download links. Because awesome. a couple of these games have titles that are very similar to games that were made, like inspired by or remade from them. Uh, so I just thought, you know, it might be helpful to get the links. But so the first one I wanted to cover is um, 2012 Slender of the Eight Pages. And um, this game, um, I mean, it was direct. Uh, when we were talking about spooky YouTube channels, I think one of the first ones I brought up was Marble Hornets. And this one was directly inspired by that. It's a game where you're in the woods trying to collect eight MacGuffins pages all over the ground or not the ground, but on the walls and different areas of this little park and uh the slender man is chasing you basically well he doesn't chase you so much as pers- it's it's weird but like uh i don't know how'd you guys feel about that game i thought it was pretty cute I, I didn't play it for very long like i felt like i got the first page and then i just got found by the slender man and just he murdered me and i was like i felt like i saw what i needed to see it did not grab me and make me want to go through and try to find multiple pages like yeah, I kind of see where this is going. I am curious to what happens if you do get all eight pages, but I wasn't that curious. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I had a Blair Witch experience with this game. Nah. Uh, oh, yeah. I loaded it up, and I started walking, and I kept walking, and I kept walking. Oh, no. And I kept walking, and I found a fence, so I took a left, <clears throat> and I kept mm-hmm. walking, and I kept walking, and I kept walking. And then I turned the game off because it was nothing. I found nothing. I found no pages. I didn't ever see Slender Man. I was just walking in a dark set of woods, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. So that's kind of one of the first things I want to bring up is I feel like this game was made pretty much using like Unity Store assets that were available for free at that point in time, and this was 2012, so it was a lot of really primitive stuff. Um, and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some of those were made by the devs or whatever. Like, obviously, someone had to make the Slender Man model, but it's a guy in a suit without a face. I mean, it's not that complicated. Yeah. But um, I think also that the way the game mechanics works is as you pick up more pages, Slender Man becomes more aggressive. I don't think he actually starts coming after you until you find oh, one. Oh, no. Which would explain why Dalton never saw him. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. 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 
So there's a bunch of landmarks in the area, and each one has a chance of spawning one of the pages. Like, there's a, a bathroom, there's a, a truck, there's, like, a bunch of tankers. I found the one. I found uh, there was were a few other tree. The, yeah, there's a big, weird tree in the middle of everything. That, yeah, that yeah, that seems like the place usually gets up at, too. I feel like, um, hold on, real quick, was there more than one game where we were walking around in dark woods yeah. this week? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, I played another one where I was walking through the woods, and I would, like, see things in my peripheral vision. But, okay, continue. Now, I mean, walking around in the woods is kind of, a, kind of a major theme in these games. We definitely hit at least one other game that did that this week, so we'll get there. But, uh, so, I mean, I kind of liked, the thing about the Slender is, like, it's from 2012. It's a very early free Unity game. Like, I think people were just realizing you could make stuff like this in Unity, and it was fairly simple to do. And, um, like, the first couple times the Slender Man shows up, I'm like, oh! And then, after a couple times, I'm like, there he is again! Hey, you know? buddy. <laughs> like, I feel like it uses up its lifetime supply of jump scares on you really fast. Uh, yeah. And then the sound is like, I think that the constant, like, when, once you've picked up the first page, there's like a drumming that's constantly going, and that gets kind of annoying really fast. And, I don't know. I thought that it was cool, though, there's a page, if you open up the game, there's, like, a, the main menu has a button that says Slender Mythos, and if you click on that, it, like, has links to, like, six of the main Slender Man YouTube channels at the time, which, I don't know, that's a cool little library of where they came from. Yeah, so what happened yeah, I thought that was cool. get all the eight pages. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I didn't Fair have enough. the patience for this either, man. I, honestly, <laughs> I got three. I got three, and I was like, I've seen enough. I The way the Slender Man works in this game is that he, if you look directly at him, that's kind of what causes you damage or whatever and if he gets closer to you he does that harder if you look away it's less static but eventually i was just like tired of leaving i just turned the face i'm like hey what's up man yeah that that makes sense you're just like eventually you're just like listen just just take me (laughs) yeah just take yeah i just i I think that that was a theme in a couple of these i kind of ran out of patience with them because they didn't keep doing enough to justify me continuing to play them yeah yeah i had that experience with a few of them as well Okay, and then after that one, uh, another one that came out from the same time, this one was also inspired by a uh, piece of internet horror, was a game called SCP-087. And this one, there were a bunch of people that made variants on it, but I think the one we found was the first fan-made recreation of the SCP article in video game form. Now, I, I th- I, real quick, I think I'd like... Yeah. I played three different versions of this game. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Maybe you could tell me if B turned out to be better, because B seemed to be the most popular one. I think there was one called Recontainment that I also found a lot when I was looking up, uh, when I was trying to find the original one. But, um, Nate, what did you think? Because I know that you had the most experience with this yeah, one. Yes, so I don't know which version it was, or whatever. It's the one you, you sent us to download and play, so that's mm. the one I got. Um, I thought it was really neat until it wasn't. Like, for. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, first start off, you're just walking down this, you just get locked in this room that just there's just a stairway you can go down, you can't go back out the door. So, you just just end up starting heading down the staircase. And as you head down the staircase, the atmosphere changes, the music changes, the drumming, instead of you hear like breathing and just other just different ambient tones. Um, but you just keep going down the stairs and down the stairs and down the stairs. <sighs> so the first time I played it, I'm at floor 40 and I'm like, okay, I really get the point at this point. Like the two cool things that I kind of saw was like one time, like it felt like a shadow walked through me. And I don't know if this was just your eyes playing with you after doing a repetitive task for so long, or if it actually was in the game. And then another time I felt like the stairs elongated while I was walking down them, which was really cool. But like I said, I don't know if the game actually did that or if I just was filling in gaps to make it more interesting as I played it. 
And I think that's one of the cool things the game does is like it, it you, your mind starts filling in the gaps and making it spooky. So I thought it was cool that it was minimalistic enough to let you do that. Yeah. So anyway, I continued on. I was like on floor 40. I was like, okay, I get the point. It's just an endless staircase. You're just going to keep walking down and nothing's going to happen. But it's just an endless staircase. Okay, that's cool. So I was like, I'm on floor 40. I was like, I'm at least going to make this funny. I'm going to get down to floor 69, take a screenshot and send it to Willie and then close the game. Well, I did that. And then Willie told me, uh, that actually has a real climax. Like, just you need to keep going. I'm like, are you serious? Because it takes, it is not a short process to go down 69 flights of no. stairs. And so I'm like, okay, I'll go back in and do it again. Like, genuinely, it probably takes like 30 minutes to go like 60 flights of stairs or something along the lines. Maybe less than that, but it still sucks. So I went back in to try to get to this climax. I went in. I was playing for such a long time. Like, nothing new was happening. I got to the stair, like the floor, 237. And then my game crashed. Oh, my God. I was so mad at this game at that point. I was like, I've wasted over an hour of my life on this when I could have been playing some of these other games we had in the catalog to play for this week. And it just crashed. I didn't even get to see the ending, the climax, any of that. So I told Billy about this. He was like, oh my God, dude, that's the worst. And he sent me a YouTube of the ending. And it just made me madder. Because... All yeah. it was is, like, you walk down the stairs, and there's this PNG of the shitty-looking dumb monster down there, and <laughs> that's it. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> I think my favorite thing about the uh, monster in that version was it wasn't even very accurate, because in the actual article, it's supposed to just be a floating face. Mm-hmm. But when you look at that video, you could clearly see it had a stupid little really dark yeah. body that it was sitting on. Yeah. No, yeah, it's supposed to be just a floating, formless face. I'm so mad. Uh, so I take that back. I played two versions of this. Um, I was thinking of the third staircase, but that was in that uh, a game that we'll get to later on, the Paranormal oh, okay. Um So the first one I loaded up was, I guess, not the right one because it looked like PS1 graphics, and I ran yeah. at the speed of Doom Guy. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> That sounds like a massive improvement. So I went down probably like, I don't know, 40, 50 flights of stairs. And it got to the point where like stuff started happening. So I would run down the stairs, run sideways, back down the stairs, turn around, go and back down the stairs. So I did the whole like 30 flights of stairs backwards, right? And I still saw stuff happening coming by me, but I just didn't want to see it (laughs) going down. Uh... And uh, yeah, at the end, I just like I kept running to the bottom and all of a sudden it was just like, (sighs) And I saw the picture of that thing. And, like, as you're going down, it would, like, fade in the picture of that formless white face. And then it would fade out. And then, like, blood started appearing on the walls. And then pretty soon everything was soaked in blood and you're running around. And then that face just starts slowly appearing and slowly appearing and slowly appearing as you're going down. And finally, that's all you see. And then that that was the end of the game. And I was like... That seems like a better way to handle it. So I loaded up. The other one, which I think is the one that you sent me, at least this game looked like it was made yeah. in Unity. Yeah. So it like it looked a lot better. I went down four. Fl- I would rather I would rather have the PS One style graphics. <laughs> I went down four flights of stairs, and I was like, "This guy is walking slower than my normal walking speed." Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, so you chose not to finish this one either. I feel I feel better about that. Yeah, no, I I gave up on it. I, I, I enjoyed the PS1 type thing, like the running quickly one, although I thought it was kind of pointless. I really enjoy that story, 
but I feel like that that's a hard concept to capture in a video game. It's just a never-ending staircase, you know? Yeah. The, the, the like, I mean, it, that, oh, the original ahead. article it's based on, I still think, holds up pretty well. It's just um, the, a lot of the ambience also comes from that, you know, doubt and confusion that's coming as the guy's talking. You know, there's four explorations in the article, I think, and all of them involve, like, radio communication back with Foundation Headquarters, which is also not something we get in any of these remakes. Well, the one that I played, yeah, there was no back and forth, but it was like telling you the story as you went down. That would have been better. Okay, that's something. That would have been a lot better. Yeah. It was kind of... Because it's just a lot of emptiness in the original. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, this one was like explaining what the SCP was when it was kind of founded, uh, and it kind of explained okay. to you that like D-Class have gone in here, and the deepest they've ever gone is like 200 and something floors, but then they, they lose contact with them eventually and you know, things like that, so... I thought that that was that was cool, but like I said, the movement was way too slow in the other one, especially after being Doom guy and going down mm-hmm. the stairs at the pace I was. But not not a bad. Also, entry. oh, I hated it. it was I don't know if this did, I didn't know if this did this to you guys, but this game also didn't grab my cursor when I started the game, so I was constantly having to push my cursor back into the game menu. I've, a couple I of to, the games did that to me that we played. Yeah, a, a lot of the Unity yeah. games run in full screen windowed, like borderless window. So yeah, yeah, you move your mouse too far, and it's like whoop, on your other screen. It's, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, but I think that that one was the only game where I accidentally kept bringing because you're also always moving downward. So I found myself at the the uh, Windows menu bar a lot of the time. So all of a sudden, we just hover a word. And I'm like, no, that's not what I want. And at one point, I hit the escape button to try to pause the game. That's quit in this game. Yep. And when that happened, I was done. So <laughs> I looked up the video. It's the one I sent Nate later, and um. So here's a sidebar on these. These two games from 2012 were the first time I was familiar with Unity as a game development platform either. I didn't know what all it was capable of. This was the only things I thought it could do. I thought it was just made for cheap asset flip horror games. So that's what I thought Unity was for. And like, okay, for, for reference, um, this I made a list of games that Unity has been used to make so y'all would get that this is not all Unity can do. Following games were made in Unity. Cuphead, Kerbal Space Program, Temple Run 1 and 2, the mobile version of Dragon Quest 8, Hearthstone, Ori in the Blind Forest, Dream Daddy, Superhot, the Switch version of Classic Doom, and NGU Idol. None of these games have, like, anything in common. <laughs> they don't have to look like slowly walking <laughs> while something spooks you in cheap 3D. And man, it took me forever to get that image of Unity out of my head so I would actually start working in it myself. Uh, I'm actually playing an rpg in my free time called gidonia i think i've talked about it before mm. that's made in unity as well and that's like an, nice. an open world sandbox rpg with like a minimalist breath of the wild style like it's like that cartoony Ooh. look but it's also not polished like it's it's a cool mm. it's, i'll take some screenshots and post them but cool, cool. yeah yeah, that was less meant to be an exhaustive list and just more like here's a bunch of very different yeah. kinds of yeah. games because if you'd only seen Slender in SCP-087, th- you would probably not want to try to make a project in sl- uh, Unity anytime oh, soon. W- That's why I was working with Mono Game for a while. I would have never guessed that like the engine that made that Slender game could make an open world RPG or Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah. yeah. Fucking A, dude. So uh, um, what do we have next? Uh, you, uh, I've got more on my notes if y'all wanted to do Well, I think we were probably more positive on is uh, Start Survey. I really liked that. Yeah. I really liked Star Survey. Oh, that was a really cool little okay, experience. So this this was the probably the most bite-sized one we had. It was about five minutes long. I said it was seven minutes in our notes before we played it, but it's just because I saw that the YouTube LP of it was seven minutes, and it's because they read really slow. <laughs> 
but it's, I mean, I don't really want to spoil it exactly, but you're just in a quiet room in a black and white game and there's a computer in front of you and like you're in a bedroom and the computer is asking you a bunch of survey questions and they get a little bit more confusing and menacing as it goes along. We'll say it's a nice little existential crisis of a video game. Yeah. Not for sure. And uh, if you don't want spoilers for it because it's real short, skip ahead like 20 seconds. Yeah. We can do that. Okay. I'll, I will leave you a grace period, which is going to be gone from truncate silence, but it's okay. When that survey popped up and said my name, was it mm. like Dalton with a question mark? I wasn't freaked out. I was really impressed that they were able to do that. But it was also like, whoa. Well, I was nice. impressed when it pulled a picture of me and my wife in the folder. Oh, it adds. The folder didn't work on my computer because I didn't have any folders in my photos folder. Oh, it adds photos to your folder? Yep. Oh shit! No, the little, fo- the little the little Manila folder that's in front of you will have an actual photo from your photos if you use photos in Windows. I just don't, so it didn't have anything. It was blank. Oh man, I never even looked. I opened that folder and there was something in there, but I didn't look at it close enough to see if it was an actual picture. What would have been hilarious is that uh, if I just opened it up and it was just like a picture of like my friend Courtney naked or something, <laughs> I'd have been like, that would <laughs> sweet. It was Is very pixelated. Like it was like designed that way. I feel like. But it, it was really neat, and I was just like, whoa, that's kind of kind of weird. Didn't tell you you could do that. But it was a picture of me and my wife in a camera playing Garfield Kart. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, I'll actually yeah. send that to you here in a minute. But, yeah, just funny stuff, man. It was a, yeah, it was a really cool little experience, for yeah. sure. When it was like you're doing everything i tell you to do you know how do you know your life's not like that kind of like existential crisis type yeah i loved it yeah i would recommend playing that i there's no reason for us to tell you how it ends so go play it it's really short yeah i literally made that note in the notes like this game is like seven minutes i know that on the download page there's a video just play it yourself you'll wish you had yeah like (laughs) seriously it's you got a couple days it'll be halloween play it before halloween you'll like it go for it yeah yeah absolutely um uh, i'm looking at your list uh i don't know i did i did not play this next game so might i inject a little story and then i will let you guys talk about this one so listening to uh tadpog shout out tadpog tyler and dave play old games this past week uh dave told a story about he doesn't like being in hospitals because they just creep him out dead people that kind of thing right i have the exact same feeling about hospitals and my grandfather was in the hospital one time and we went there to go visit him. He was getting out. So me and my dad were going to get the car to pull it around front to pick him up and all of that, right? So as we're walking, I'm like, dude, I cannot wait to get the fuck out of here. My dad's like, what's up? And I'm like, I don't like hospitals, man. They creep me out. And he's like, oh, I get that. I get that. I was like, because there are people in here who are dead and they have not found them yet. Or they're dead and they're just there's just dead bodies here. That just freaks me out. I finished saying that. We go around a corner start heading towards the exit door. We're just in this corridor. The elevator goes ding and comes swinging open. And this dude just comes out pushing a gurney with a body on it with a sheet pulled completely over it. And he's just whistling. And he looks at us. He's like, hey, fellas, how you doing today? We're like, good. And he's like, all right. So he just keeps walking. And we go around the other corner. And me and my dad both stopped and looked at each other and just did that like shiver. like. And I was like, see, see, I fucking told you. I fucking told you there's dead people. <laughs> <laughs> Freaked me the f- right the fuck out. And I don't. I have not been in a hospital since then. <laughs> so anyways, um, on to the next game. That was just my quick little ditty. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't like him whatsoever either. I'm actually kind of terrified for pretty similar reasons. Not even the dead body thing. It's more along the lines of like 
No, I don't want to say it because it's depressing, but it's just like, it's not going to work out great for everyone that's in here. And that alone, get, I don't know, yeah. it, it gets in my it's head. It's definitely a place of extreme negative. If you believe in like, to be able to feel yeah, energy, but, it's definitely a place of negative, yes. negative, negative energy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Um, so this this next one you've got is uh, I'm scared.exe. Oh, yeah. I couldn't remember what uh, if I was going off my notes order, the download order. So I think that one. Yeah, that one's next one. Both of them. I'm scared.exe. Um, so this game is also called I'm Scared, a Pixelated Nightmare. There's two versions available. There's the original Game Jolt version made in Game Maker from 2012. And there was a uh, commercial release on Steam in 2016 that I don't I think they use the same tools. I think they just expanded it. We played the free version, I believe. Uh, yes. Because yeah. I, I wasn't I didn't spending pay money for on this any episode. Sorry, everybody. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> now this th- that's also the other cool thing about this episode is it's all free stuff. So I mean we aren't going to be nice to all of it, but it's all worth you know experiencing for yourself if you want to. Although I could say maybe just YouTube the ending of SCP 087 or find a different version of it that you can run fast. But so uh, I don't know, Nate. You want to get like start on I'm scared because that's a, it's a hard one for me to exactly explain. Yeah, it is. it's a hard one to explain exactly what it is for sure. It's like a you're. It's a very pixelated 2D style, uh, not 2D, I'm sorry, 3D kind of adventure. Like a picture like Wolfenstein, but everything is extremely more pixelated. Yeah, it's a very flat colored, flat look. Wolfenstein's a really good example. It's it's very basic, mostly rectilinear shapes and like everything is flat colors. It's not like very shaded. It's all very minimal. Yeah, so what this game does initially is it drops you off in this room and you try to go out the door of your room and it's locked so you can't go out there. Um, and then you start looking around the room and everything in it's locked except for you found a key underneath the um, dresser of the room and then you can open the um, like cab- cabinet, cupboard, whatever it is. And I-, I don't know what the point of opening that was. There's some red in there. <laughs> Do you know what that was supposed to represent? Uh, I think that just once you open that, it tells you, like, I need a heart to escape, and uh, then you can actually go behind Yeah, you. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, then you do find these stairs behind you, and you go down to this kind of dungeon-type area. And there you start exploring yeah. that and try to figure out where to go next between all the locked doors and weird stuff going on. And while you're doing all this, occasionally... The game will start creating files in the folder you put it in, and uh, that ends up being an important part of the actual gameplay experience. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, it kind of like makes me think of like things that actually mess with your computer. Like it reminds me of stuff like where you guys have talked about um, Doki Doki Literature Club a little bit, like how that actually messes with the files in your folder on your computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in order to beat that, uh, spoilers for Doki Doki. In order to beat it, you have to go in and delete character files like in the folder itself. Like it's wild. Um, I'm I'm curious, <clears throat> what files did it add? Like, because I didn't get around to this one, or maybe I should just play it after we're done. But I'm curious. It's all image files and TXT files. It's nothing ridiculous. Oh, okay, kind of like some like backstory to the game type stuff that they just kind of hide in there for you to find. Or yeah, but a lot of it's it's not just like uh, it's kind of in character in the game world too. Oh, it's okay. like the game like, will, kind of will shut itself off it. and take you back to your folder, mm-hmm. and then you can see there's a new file in that folder that you can open. Oh, no, that's cool. Okay, that's real yeah. cool. I'll have to check that out. Like, the game will just shut itself off and be like, bye, and then you open the game back up, and it takes you back to where you kind of left off. It's very short, so you only get a few different things in that folder. Um I don't really know that I want to go into spoilery territory on this one either, no, but it's just like... 
very much 2D, like, shooter kind of feel, except for you don't shoot anything, you don't have a gun, you're just a person. Like, very Wolfenstein, but extremely more... What's the word I'm looking for? Like, It's like fake retro, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's very minimal, chunky pixels, but, like, at a resolution that no computer has ever had. <laughs> like, there are, key, there are keys in the game, and they are, like, practically an oval of brass-colored pixels, you know what I mean? Are we talking, like, DOS-style, like, old... It's it pretending to be DOS-style, style. Okay. it's yeah. definitely, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. It's not like strictly pretending to be any specific engine from those eras, but it does it plays up that yeah. kind of feel. And there's really only one other character besides your play character in the game that you meet, and it's kind of like this ghost face that you end up dealing with a few times, and that's kind of where I'll leave it as far as that goes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, the the only thing I want to point out is um, if you're an idiot like me and you get stuck in the parking garage puzzle, follow the little arrows, not just the big arrows. <sighs> okay. I didn't realize that's why you were struggling. Okay. <laughs> I thought you'd follow the big arrow because that's the way the most of it's pointing. Okay. Now, uh, which one of these next ones do you would you like to talk about? Um, I don't know what your download order was as opposed to your notes order. Uh, let's see. I, I think, think House in the Woods is next. Yeah, it looks like House okay. in the Woods is next. I think this was the last one mm-hmm. I found. Um and this one's different from the others because the other ones we've mentioned so far are ones I remember having played in the past. And like, like I'm scared. For instance, I brought into this. That was the first game I thought of when I thought this would be a fun idea for an episode. Was it was a game that was short, free, uh, interesting, pr- appropriate for the season, and all that. This game I just found when I was trying to remember what the hell Start Survey was called. And so I was looking through like itch.io and a couple other sites trying to find recent-ish horror games because I remember Start Survey came out like one or two years ago. Cause I remember playing it last year. And um, we ended up finding this game called House in the Woods that I looked at it and I'm like, guys, this is a PlayStation 1 graphic style game that's inspired by the Blair Witch Project. We kind of have to play this, don't we? Because that sounds extremely much <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, so did you get to play this one, Dalton? Yeah, I'll give you my experiences on it, but I'd like to hear y'all's first. Okay. <laughs> I, can, can I take a guess? Because I'll, I, I'm... I, Dalton, did you find a house in the woods? No, I did not. That's what that I, sucks. That's what I thought was going to happen here. I, uh, I had yep. the same experience as Slender. I just kept walking. Yeah. Although this one, it. this one did some cooler stuff that I'd like to touch on. So, okay, yeah, yeah absolutely. I will say this one started uh, off really slow, and it took a while for me to find the house as well. But like, so you're basically start off in the woods, and you can just hear sounds, and you eventually, occasionally, hear somebody yelling "Help, help!" and you try to follow these signs where somebody's asking for help, and you just keep following that until you get to the house eventually. Um, it takes a while. It really does. But then when you get to the house, the payoff is really big, in my opinion. It's like a really cool little, like, it kind of leads you hand, like, by the hand at that point once you get to the house. And it's kind of yeah. just like a big, long, like, kind of a cutscene that you have a little bit of control over in it and where you're looking and everything. It's pretty freaky. It really was. Like, I don't know how to describe it without being too spoilerific on it. Willie, got anything? I was just going to say that that's pretty much exactly how I felt. It was confusing uh, until you got to the house. I mean, I found the graveyard first in the house. That's the way I went. Um, And uh, once I was in the house, I felt like it was really, um, like you said, it's really straightforward and linear. Like the game makes it really obvious what you need to do next. You're literally in a small area trying outdoors or whatever until something opens up or there's lights one way and there's not lights where you are. So you probably want to move to the lights that sort of, like, I think it was really intelligently mm-hmm. designed. I like that if you looked at the windows, you'd see figures in the distance. It was a little hard to make out if that was a person, a statue, or what the hell is it? And I thought that was really yeah. neat. 
And like you said, um, with the Blair Witch vibes, I definitely feel that because it was very much the culty type situation where there's just somebody out in the woods, like like in Blair Witch, mm. you would find all like the little um, things hanging from the trees and stuff, and th- yeah, little fetishes. Yeah, and it all felt like yeah. a part of a bigger cult type thing, and this takes you to the cult. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like this game made like two direct references to the first yeah. Blair Witch movie, at least. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Standing yeah. in the corner. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was, yeah. One I kind of wish that, uh, maybe I'll go back and try to get, play through this one again just to see the payoff. Okay, Dalton, um, there's a... F- do you want us to spoil it? No, we, they, there's a ahead. file that came with the game. Um, if you go back into your folder where you got the game, I'll, I've looked at this afterwards. It's called Read Me. If you read it and go to the very bottom, it gives you spoilers for how to get to the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be awesome because I, dude, I run for probably 20 minutes. That um, sucks. Just walking around in the dark. But what I thought was cool was that this game used darkness very interestingly, in my opinion, because it would like I'd be walking, and as I'm walking up on these patches of grass, the grass would look like a face for a moment, and then mm-hmm. turn mm-hmm. back to normal. So I was like, okay, so maybe the darkness is fucking with my sanity some. So I'm walking, I'm walking, and in my peripheral yeah. vision to the right. There's just some creepy girl with black hair in front of her face standing there staring at me. And I'm like, all right. Or it might have been somebody in a, clo- a cloak. You know what I mean? I don't remember exactly what it was, but there was somebody there. And I was like, all right, not going to look at them. Like, <laughs> if, I know any, if I know anything about horror games, it's you do not look directly at anything that is in your peripheral vision. Like, <laughs> so I kept walking. Yeah, between- I, I did find a big-ass monolith thing that had this symbol carved huh. into it. And I was like, I don't know why I'm holding my hand like I'm holding a flashlight. But I was like, <laughs> oh. That thing's creepy, and then I kept walking. That's cool that you definitely saw stuff that we didn't see. At least I didn't this see. This was a game, though. I went to pause it, and if I remember correctly, I hit escape and it closed. Ah, uh, that's when you quit. And I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go roam the woods again." But now that I know that there, if there's a a little like a guide mm-hmm. to how to get to the house, I would love to see this ending you guys are talking about. Yeah, because cults. I'm all about. I think cults. you'll like it. I do. Um, I will yeah. say I'm not going to say it'll blow your whole mind, but it was. I, I felt like it was yeah. definitely worth. And the I will say, like we were talking about, how it's the PS1 graphic style kind of, but I also really liked how it was kind of grainy too. At the same time, it kind of mm. like the video camera VHS feel yeah. as well, which is also very yeah. Blair Witchy. But this game, like, like it's crazy to me that this game was made in like 48 hours. I think was the contest that this was made for. I might be wrong on that. Yes. Yeah, so it, no, it's a 48 hour contest, and they clean it up over a second weekend. This was uh, the. Yeah, this this is what the Blair Witch game should have been. Yeah. Yeah, instead of trying to shoe in mental health stuff, just strictly rely on you're in the fucking woods in the dark with something going on and you don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Your brain's going to start seeing things without you having to have a mental illness that makes you hallucinate things. You know, like, I I don't know. Yeah. I think between the black and white and the VHS crispy filter and the PlayStation 1 crispy filter all going on, everything was so slightly ambiguous until you got Mm -hmm. really close to it. And I think that really, like, helped make, uh, uh, even little trees in the distance seem menacing. Like you say, you start to see faces, you start to see, it's like human nature. And then when you actually do run into something that's clearly unnatural, it's like, oh, oh boy, what does this entail? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that, uh, like your, your your brain having to fill in what you can't see or comprehend mm-hmm. type thing, you know. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely talk, be talking about comprehension of things here in a minute uh, when we get to uh, <laughs> a certain Cthulian tale. But um, I think after this one, House in the Woods, I guess that would be Dagon, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I personally enjoyed this one the most. Um, but I'm a sucker for a good story, and I thought that this told a good story. This is not a game. Uh, okay, I have that. Pretty much have that in my notes too. Followed by a disclaimer saying, "I know people say that to be shitty, and they call it walking simulator. This one is only barely technically interactive. Yeah, yeah you're, it's not even a walking simulator. This is like an interactive story. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough, this is made by the people who did Ultimate Fishing Simulator. Shout outs to BitGolem. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And what was interesting to me was I'm looking at the water and how good the water looked in Dagon, and I'm like, I wonder if they chose like a water god type thing to do a story about because they know how to do water because of ultimate fishing simulator (laughs) one and two and now this and after playing this and seeing that they can they can nail the eerie vibe that tales of herring lake is looking real good dude yeah i'll say this though it's funny that you bring that up like I definitely took a screenshot of one of the times where we were in the I was in the little boat on Dago and, and sent it to Willie. I was like, their game's broken. It won't even let me cast my reel. <laughs> <laughs> um one of the things I liked about this game is that like they had a lot of trivia effects mm-hmm. that yeah. you could find throughout. So the main the main gameplay loop, I mean gameplay I'm using really uh really loosely, but it's basically like almost like an audio book with a pre-rendered, well, not pre-rendered, but a 3D rendered scene in front of you. And you can move your head while the narrator's talking and then you click on stuff to mm-hmm. move forward. Like you don't even walk. You literally click, turn yeah. and click. Yeah. And you, you're looking for the thing that has the fast forward symbol on it when you point at it because that moves the story forward. There's also a weird little branch symbol that gives you trivia and it pops up a little fact about the story because the story's text is apparently, I looked it up just to be sure, and it seemed like it was a completely unabridged text of the H.P. Lovecraft story Dagon. Like, I couldn't pick, piece out anything that they changed when I really quickly scanned through it after playing it. Yeah, I, um, the, the branch, hold on, I have a thing about the branch. I just got to find it. Yeah. I took a screenshot of it. Um, basically, like the beginning of this game, they kind of set up that um, this guy has seen some shit, and they don't really explain. Like, obviously, it's cosmic horror, so there's really no explanation for it. But he's become addicted to morphine, trying to subdue these things that he sees in his head. And oh, here we go, the elder sign. So that that symbol that you're clicking for the trivia, right? I thought that this was this was one of the last uh, trivia things that you could find in the game. And this is one of the hidden ones. Um, so there are hidden trivia things throughout the game. There are 20 total to find. And I think you'll find like six or seven, maybe eight, without doing the zoom in. Because there's like a way to zoom in and mm-hmm. look around. And then you'll see the hidden the hidden uh, branches. Now, the Elder Sign is uh, a protective symbol that can be found in various works of pop culture. Usually represented by a five-pointed star with the eye flame symbol in its center. All right. Um, for example, games inspired by H.P. Lovecraft's writings, uh, it's supposed to ward away all kinds of cosmic horrors. However, that's a later version of the sign. The original Elder Sign created by H.P. Lovecraft was a six-pointed branch. Hmm. So that's why uh, that is the symbol that they used to represent the trivia and stuff. I thought that was a cool little, little okay. Easter egg because I did not know that before that I cool. played this. Yeah, that's... I didn't find whatever trivia fact lets you know about that. Uh, I found all but two. Uh, y'all of found more than I did because I. <laughs> but it's fine because like I liked that they had the trivia and I thought that was really neat. Um, I'll go ahead and say this: I don't yeah. think I don't like H.P. Lovecraft. I think he was a terrible person, and I don't think he was a very good writer. But what I will also say is the stuff that people have done with inspired by his original designs 
far exceeds anything he ever did. And I think this is yeah. included in that tradition because this took his story and actually gave it a personality, gave it life that he couldn't mm. himself. And even though they use the same words, I got more emotion out of this than I ever did reading it. Yeah. One of the uh, the top Steam comments was from the voice actor who did the narration. And he was like, I am blown away with what they did with my my vo- voice things that I sent into him because it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like the narration is yeah. really, really good. Narrator was great. And I think that the yeah. visuals were really good. Yeah. Like I said, they just... The other sound yeah, design. Yeah, great too. sound design. They just took everything that H.P. Lagerup gave him and ran with it in a way that he couldn't. And which is what I think everybody that's ever done anything with Lovecraft has done. (laughs) And as someone who reads kind of fast too, like I will blow through a 2200 word story, which is how long Dagon is in about six minutes. It's not going to have the full impact that it will slowly walking over that mire and all that, that happens over the course of, uh, you know, the buildup. Cause I mean, Lovecraft really only has one story structure in the first place. And it's spending a really long time to get to what is eventually the cool thing that happens. Yeah. And, uh, this does a better job of making that time feel less like wasted time and more like actually building some uh, suspense and dread. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I, I thought, I, I also want to say, I think this was the most professional feeling game we played all week by a wide margin. Oh yeah. But I also think it was the newest. It was, but you could tell that they were really proud of what they put together too. Cause I remember when they released this because it was while we were playing ultimate fishing simulator so much. And then mm-hmm. I remember saying, Hey, look at this guy. They put out this game called Dagon that they made. It's free. So I'm glad that we ended up including that because like I loved ultimate fishing simulator. There's no secret there. And I also think they did such a good job with this. I'm really interested. Like you said, to see what yeah. Herring Lake ends up being like. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I think having, like, so I pulled up an audio thing of Dagon to hear somebody else read the actual story mm-hmm. and after I had played this, and I think I prefer it, in like, in the game, like you said, because you have that visual representation of these atrocities and horrors that this guy's kind of experiencing, where it's like he's out in the boat, and then all of a sudden he's on the bottom of the seafloor, but, like, he's not in the water. Like, it's just come to the surface, and there's, like, all these things lost to time that are just stuck as it was really cool like the visuals and stuff and then like i said the little facts throughout it about how hb lovecraft was actually kind of a dick and uh (laughs) this other person that took over his stuff after he had died kind of changed a bunch of shit and like all this it was it was cool it was a cool uh interesting little ride it took me about an hour Uh, i did play through it twice uh the first time i listened to everything and i got like 11 or 12 of the clues or I mean the the trivia, and then I went back through and skipped all the dialogue that I could and found all the trivia because I wanted that hundred percent steam <laughs> achievement, and I got it. There's six achievements. You can get like five of you can get them all in one playthrough if you try hard enough, and it's just boom, you get that little badge for hundred percent completion. I'm good. I got the five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got five too. I, I'm of both mixed feeling about the trivia because on one hand, I almost kind of worry that it may give it a little bit of a pop-up video thing <laughs> that takes you out of the game for a moment, like out of the mood. But honestly, a lot of what it tells you, like the early on when you get that thing about how common morphine addiction was when it was widely available, how it used to be called the soldier's addiction, things like that. Um, the part you just mentioned where after Lovecraft's death, August Durleth kind of controversially changed a bunch of his stuff to create an overriding mythos out of it. Uh, biological information about the author and um, stuff about World War One, like early attitudes in it. Like, I really think that the story is a century old, and some of that stuff isn't extremely obvious unless you're like a scholar of the year 1915 or whenever it came out. Yeah. 
And I thought that was just, I don't know, it added a lot of important context and fun facts. And I thought they did a really good job mixing all that together. Yeah, I did too. I highly recommend it to anybody, really. The main game is free and there are DLC available, I believe. I did, we didn't check out any of the DLC no. as far as I know, but... The main game is just a complete read through of the the story Dagon, and um, I I can't think of a better way to experience it. And I don't mean that in like the goofy way. I literally mean I'm I'm much happier that I played this game instead of just reading through mm-hmm. it again. You know, there's a reason it did, it did so much more for me. There's a reason that the Steam rating is overwhelmingly yeah. positive, and you go through the comments, and everyone is like, "This is the definitive telling of Dagon." Like, good fucking job, guys! And <laughs> it's crazy that they released it for free. I mean, but I guess because it is just like a one-time thirty-minute experience, maybe it's a proof of concept for something they want to do larger in the future. Which, if that's the case, hell yeah, guys! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think that there there is a little DLC that you can buy that I think adds a little stuff, but it's also kind of like just helping support the dev. Yeah. Um, and it's called the Eldritch Box. Um, so uh, next time I mow some lawns or something, I might pick that up and check it out. And, you know, just because, like, I fucking love these guys. Like, the Ultimate Fishing Simulator is awesome. Yeah. I recommend anybody go download the demo for Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2. It's pretty sweet. Um, and I look forward to playing that when it yeah, comes out. Yeah, for sure. And then, like we said, the Herring Lake thing. Like, these guys are on a roll. I, I really do I enjoy their stuff. For sure. And it's crazy to think we came out to all this just because Nathan was like, been playing Sega Bash Fishing lately, and I'd like a little bit more of a relaxed experience. Yeah, and all of a sudden we just stumble on a dev that we're like, these guys rule. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, kind of a big bit ga- big Golem fan now. All right. Uh, the last one that I see on this here list, because we're not going to get SCP Unity, um, I'll, I'll touch on that really quick. Uh, we basically just ran out of time uh, to play some multiplayer yeah. with that, and... Uh, when I went to the site the other day, the game has been uh, ceased development due to health reasons. So we hope whoever was developing is uh, going to get better yeah. or whatever. And uh, yeah, Nate, the download link that you tried to get was broken. Mm-hmm. So I had to uh, zip it and put it on Google Drive and send it over to you guys. So we might touch on it at some point. Um, the only thing with the Unity version is... It's made so that it's compatible with newer operating systems. Because getting the original SCP containment breach to run is a pain uh i'm sure i could if i sat down and did some you know time with it and things like that but i just i had an issue trying to get it to run um but this game was still in like alpha beta state where it's like it's playable but it wasn't like the final final version of the unity game so it's like you're kind of gonna get what you get but yeah the little bit that i played solo was really yeah. cool. and you can blame the um uh phasmophobia patch drop for yeah. why we didn't get to scp yeah <laughs> like <laughs> we would have gotten yeah. to it but then everybody was really excited about that uh patch that came out so we just ended up staying up way too late playing phasmophobia again as has been the case for the past like two weeks yeah. we just uh, let's i just look at the clock and i'm like oh it's six o'clock in the morning all right guys i'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh and then the final game that uh, I actually just played before we we hopped on here it was uh, Paranormal Entities. This is a fun little backstory because uh, Dalton also found this one, and mainly the cool draw to us was it is uh, located in St. Augustine, which is a area near and dear to Dalton's heart that has a lot of haunted spots. We talked about some of them during the Patreon. Yeah, so visit yeah. the Patreon and donate one dollar, and you get access to the fun little BS section segment we do before we actually start recording the episode. Yeah, man, that's uh, patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Yeah, look at that. That is a perfect plug. <laughs> Set up, execution, finish. Everybody came. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
I so I have mixed feelings about this game. I thought it was really good. Don't get me wrong. Um, there was just like a couple design things that bugged me personally. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll point those. out again before. Before we get too deep into this one, much like uh, House in the Woods, this one is also a game jam game. So this one was made in a really short time. So the expectations for both, you know, for most things are kind of low, but so is the time it'll cost us. So we just kind of figured, you know, that sounds really great. You know, I, I will say this for being a game jam game. Graphics looked real oh, good. Yeah. I would say it's a, it was a massive step over the 2012 games we played, yeah, especially. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed Because it, it didn't have to do something really stylistic either. Like, this was just regular, I'm trying to make video game graphics. And it, it worked really well. Yeah. So, like, the, uh, the whole thing with this one is you're hired by what I assume are some ghost hunters. But they just kind of send you in alone because they're douchebags. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it tells you at the beginning of the game it's for, like, <laughs> the uh, Hunting and Fishing Network's number two ghost adventure type show. Which yeah. I thought was a really cute um, <laughs> backstory for right. it. We know you're here because you need to pay off that college tuition. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> we'll give you $500 to do this. <laughs> which uh, $500 isn't worth nah, it. Not here, man. After, after after playing through, no, no, not at this place. No, that is um, more than you make playing Phasmophobia. That is true. That's a lot more than you make playing Phasmophobia. That Phasmophobia economy is messed up, man. <laughs> Good work. Here's forty dollars. <laughs> Half of my friends are dead. I'm going to spend all this on an EMF and go back in. <laughs> oh man. Um. So this one's kind of like it's a lot of corridors. Like you're going down a lot of hallways. Um. In the mm. asylum itself. Uh, I thought it was cool. Like as you're going through, the guy on your your walkie-talkie or your little earpiece or whatever is talking to you. Now, here's one of my issues: is that guy was quiet to me in my speakers when I was listening to him. So I don't know if it was just like my computer speakers because I didn't play it with my headphones. I played with headphones. Um, I had no issues with that. No. Yeah. Same. So same. I can't. I can't imagine playing these games without headphones. I think that probably would have helped you in House of the Woods too, because I think that one was using directional audio, so you could find the mm-hmm. house. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> well i was uh I, I had to turn my speakers up a little bit so i could like clearly hear that guy plus like i've done a lot of concerts and played shows and stuff so like my hearing is not the best yeah. anyway uh so i turned it up but then like when the uh quote-unquote jump scare noises would happen it was so fucking loud oh yeah it about gave me a goddamn heart attack like because the uh th- those are meant to be louder startling moments but like my shit was already turned up loud and i about pissed myself yeah, I think that's a use <laughs> using speakers and not headphones issue, my dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. Uh, like I said, that like that was just a personal thing for me that I was like, that bugged me. Other than that, like I really didn't have many complaints about this. Uh, you kind of just, I don't want to get into too many spoiler. I mean, unless you guys want to on this one because there wasn't like a huge thing. And I'd like to tell you guys about the ending that you didn't get. Yeah, I think we might have to go through. With I don't think this one's fine on this to spoil because, like, I think that. In my opinion, when I was playing through it, this is kind of gave me the vibes of what I wish like a single player phasmophobia would kind of be like. So I was pretty thrilled with it. Um, basically, the whole um, way the story goes is you're kind of walking through this um, asylum and you have this guy on your earpiece telling you what to do and giving you directions on where to go and telling you the backstory of the asylum while you're in there. So you get to this one spot. He's like, here, let's try to get an EMP. Uh, not EMP. The spirit box, almost like yeah. a recording. EVP, yeah, EVP, thank you. I keep getting on to you going like phasmophobia, and I can't think of it. An electronic voice <laughs> phenomenon. Well, so you're trying to get one picked up. So you talk to it. In one spot, it doesn't do anything. You go to the second spot, it doesn't do anything. Third spot, ghost gets mad because this dude starts talking crap about the ghost when you're there. 
you guys are a bunch of pricks. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. already used. So, and then you get an EVP, <laughs> lights all die out. And that's where the adventure really starts. And then your little buddy tells you to go to another place. And then he starts telling you the story about this guy who was a inmate at the asylum who would cut his victim's eyes out because he was apparently also a serial killer at the asylum. Or he would bur- he would bully them into cutting their yes. own eyes out, which I think is even yeah. Spookier. He bullied them into cutting their own eyes. I, I wasn't sure which one it was, but the kind of that was like the implied that both ha- both yeah. happened. Yeah. Now it was at this point that I started noticing the pictures on the wall. Yeah. Uh, oh. Were like I'm like all right. So this dude was like killing people and like slicing their eyes open and stuff. And then I look on the wall and there's a diagram of how to successfully remove someone's face. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, all right. Was- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not fucking creepy at all. Yeah. And so you continue basically going through and following directions. And at one point, he's like, uh, yeah, you need to get the hell out of there. This place is too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I think that was right after. Uh, yeah, because you, then you try to leave and everything's locked. So he sends you down the staircase. Now, this was the staircase I was thinking of yeah. earlier because I felt like I just kept going downstairs. And then finally, when you get to the bottom and you open that door and then you're in a... Did you read the like... um? directory as you were going yes. downstairs and looking at the directory. No, oh, like, you needed to read those directories. Oh, Each floor was like, the first floor made sense, and then the next floor down was like kind of slightly off, and then the next floor down was just like all medieval torture and implements the next one was and stuff. Like, we can see you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. No, yeah. Yeah, there was, was really good that. messaging on there. Oh, well, fuck. And then the one you could actually go into, I think, was labeled surgery. surgery. Yeah, that's why I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we're skipping over a lot of the little jump scares that happened along the way. Because, like, there's still stuff worth seeing for this... you to go in while you play. Yeah, yeah. this game is dense mm-hmm. with the spooks. It had the same pacing, I feel like, as an actual haunted yeah. house attraction. Like, you know, where, where teenagers jump out and scare you and stuff. Like, it had that kind of fa- pace. Yeah, so like, as you're going through, they start to explain that this guy got thrown into solitary confinement. But then people were still saying that he would haunt them and they could see him anytime their eyes were open they could see him and it would drive these people to the point in order to escape him tormenting and haunting them that they would slice their own eyes out yeah and once you get down to that bottom floor this is one of my favorite moments in it and like you get stuck in the room that apparently is like like a doctor's office in there and you start walking around and then one time when you look on the table there's just a pair of eyeballs sitting there yeah and it's like oh shit and there's like some blood. Yeah. And, uh, and so you continue through with a bunch of these creepy things happening. And like eventually you lose. No, you don't. Never mind. I was going to say you lose contact. You never lose contact with your buddy on the outside. Um, so then you just can. Your, I was going to say your flashlight does. Break, flashlight right? breaks. And that's when it gets real, real. Yeah, that's right. So you continue going down all these hallways. And eventually you get to this one where your guy comes over the intercom. You need to run. You need to run. You need to run. You need to run. Because there's actually an entity following you at this point. But there is no run. There button. is no run button. No, it's just single speed the whole time. Yeah. But I don't think he can really catch you. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, not at that. Not at that right. moment. So eventually, you keep going down, opening all these doors, and you get to the end of this hallway, and there's another door. You can't open it. Then you turn around, and there's just the scalpel in a bowl in front of you. You can't continue going forward that way anymore. And you can't go out the back door that you're at your back when you see the scalpel. But you do see this huge entity moving towards you slowly, slowly, slowly. And at this point, your guy in the back, in the back of the van, I'm going to say, <laughs> calls you and says, you need to cut your eyes out, man. It's the only way. It's the only way you'll make it. So did you guys cut your eyes I out? I cut my eyes out. I was worried that if I just went towards the entity, the game would go, ah! 
game over at the end, and I would have to go play all the way back up to there. So I figured that cutting the eyes out would progress the story. Okay, so I did not. I, ah. I just stood there. No. Um, when you when you cut your eyes out, the guy because I did watch that I watched that ending after I had gotten the one that I did. Uh, the guy's like, "Oh my god, you did it! I, I I'm sorry, man. We're we're not coming in there. Yeah, we're not coming for you. You're on your own. Like, we got to go. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. He has such a different reaction. If you wait and that demon gets you, because you could stand there and wait, and that thing will come up and keep closer and closer and closer, and all of a sudden, boom, screen goes black. Right? Okay. And the dude goes, <laughs> "Holy shit!" Did you see that? Oh my god, dude, we are gonna the ratings. This is gonna be the best fucking paranormal <laughs> show ever. Oh my god. Oh, oh man, what about and the guys the other guy's like, what about him? And he's like, what about him? Are you going in? I'm not going in there. Are you going in there? <laughs> Fuck that, I'm not going in there. And he's like, no, when they and so they end up just talking about how great this show's gonna be and then That's they actually like, such a better <laughs> ending. I love nice. that. <laughs> It cracked me up, dude. The dude was so excited about how much money he was going to make off of this. Like, it cracked me up. Yeah, when I watched the one about cutting your eyes, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's like a that's just like a more somber ending, yeah. I guess." Where this one just had yeah. me fucking. Rolling. That's a great ending. I wish I would have not. I wish I wouldn't have cut my eyes out now because that's, that's like an awesome ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That was a uh, the only uh, that was the ones that we played for the week. Um, the only other horror, free horror game that I have uh, that I want to bring up is one that I tried to find the Unity remakes for these. They have all been apparently shut down by Konami. Oh. Um, PT. Now, either of you have any experience with PT? Did either of you play it? I didn't actually play it. I didn't have the system when it came out, but uh, I mean, everyone was so hype about it. It was the promise of the perfect video game that we never got. So, yeah, right. Um, so I played this around the same time that I played Outlast, which Outlast freaked me out too, but not quite like PT. So PT was playable teaser was what it stood for. And if you eventually beat it, which I never did, I could never figure out how to beat it. Um, you got this cutscene at the end where it like did all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you saw, uh, what is his name? It's the guy from Walking Dead. Uh, Death Stranding guy. Oh, uh, Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus. It pans to him and then he's in Silent Hill. And this was supposed to be like the the precursor to the new Silent Hills game that got canceled, never came out. Well, this demo is fucking terrifying. It's a loop. You start in a room, you walk <laughs> through here, and you're in this hallway. You walk to the end of the hallway, you turn, you walk through another hallway, you're in a little foyer. You walk through it to another hallway, open a door, you're back where you started. And you just keep making this loop. And every time, little things change. Like the pictures on the wall a second maybe the second time you go through like some of them will have x's on the faces or their faces will be scribbled out you start you go through one time you hear a faint baby crying and you're like what the fuck and then you know you go through another time and the bathroom door is door is slightly ajar and if you zoom in on the bathroom door this thing goes and jumps out and grabs the door and slams it right <laughs> and then like there's the whole thing is lisa this, this place is haunted by a ghost named Lisa. Is this big, tall, fucking lurking monstrosity of a ghost. Um, the thing that stands out to me in my memory was uh, me and my two buddies. We had a love seat. So all three of us were crammed onto this like two-seat love seat. And uh, we were playing through this. And we go through the hallway. And in the little foyer, there is a refrigerator being ha- hung by a rope. Now, at this point, all the lights in the hallway have turned red. So like you're in this like really eerie looking fucking 
area now, like, but you're still in the same hallway you've been doing over and over and over. And this refrigerator hanging there is just dripping blood from it. And so as you're looking up at that in your peripheral, you see something move. So you look over into the upstairs area where you can't get. And that ghost is just standing up there fucking looming down at you. And I was like, oh, shit. So I turned around to go walk through the door and she was standing in the hallway. (laughs) (laughs) And me and both of my buddies all jumped at the same time. And we flipped the love seat backwards. (laughs) (laughs) (gasps) All of us flipped over. Everything and and yeah, uh, we didn't play much after that because we were like, okay, we got the fucking point. This lady does not want us in this hallway. (laughs) But for being just a short, like a little teaser, that game did horror so fucking well. People say that it was uh, overhyped and things like that, but it's like, dude, if you would have just gone into it as blindly as some people did, there was no, there was no hype. There was no like, you know, at the beginning when like when I first downloaded it, people weren't ranting and raving about it, so I got to experience it without that. Uh, going into it with you know what other people have said and do scared the shit out of me. And I was when I found out it was for a Silent Hills game, I was stoked about it. But obviously, that did not uh, come to fruition. Yeah, yeah, man, that uh, free horror games, dude. It's it's amazing to me that these people create these little stories and then just put them out there for people to enjoy. Like, so what they would y'all put down as your favorite for, for this week? Ooh. For this week, oh, that's a good question. Um, Let's give it a top two. Dagon, Ugh. but that's not really like if I was going to say like the game, my favorite experience. I, mean, was I think game. that counts. Dagon counts. It's one yeah, of the I games we played for free this that. week. Uh, I would say probably Dagon and Start Survey. Yeah, Personally. I think I'm actually going to go with uh, probably Start Survey, and then it's really hard for me to pick the House in the Woods over Dagon. I liked both of them a lot, but I think I am actually going to yeah, go Dagon. I guess this wasn't too interesting because I'm also at Start Survey and Dagon. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I think my third is the Paranormal Entities. I did enjoy that. Third for uh, me was House of the Woods. That, I mean, Paranormal Entities oh, was really cool too, just because again, it was it was it was fast paced. It it didn't it didn't waste your time, which I really appreciate in horror, especially after SCP. I'm not not most SCP specifically mm-hmm. that one SCP 07 or yeah. 08 6, 07 game because uh, that just again was pretty disrespectful of your time, and I felt so was slender yeah. to yeah, an extent. Yeah, Paranormal was not. It was hit after hit. It was really well paced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, no diss on I'm Scared either. It was also really fun. It's hard to directly mm-hmm. compare to the others, but I, I would recommend that one too. For sure. Well, I think uh, the overall experience that I had this week, I give it a solid eight point five spoops. I had fun. It's hard for me to rate it as a overall experience because I also definitely muddle in some phasmophobia mint leaf in with my julep over there because that game got a lot of playtime for us this weekend. And um, I'll also say that um, I did enjoy a lot of the changes, but my it, you guys got to watch my enthusiasm for that game die in real time over the last couple times we yeah. played it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not over it completely yet. Take a break. I, Take a break. I was a... I was a really unenthusiastic yeah, by the break. end. Yeah, I, like I was actively looking for a reason to tag out and let someone else play. I uh, <clears throat> I I did think it was fun that we just like reignited phasmophobia in the game buds, like just because we were like, hey, we're we're playing this. Does anybody want to join? And all of a sudden, yeah. like fucking people bought the game and stuff. Yeah. It's cool. As far as our rating goes, um, I have to take SCP-087 out. Otherwise, it's going to drag the average down so bad because that's my first (laughs) one out of ten game. (laughs) So, but overall, the overall experience, I'm going to say it's an eight out of ten for me. Yeah, I'm going to give it, um, I'll give the whole thing about an eight as well. I feel like I got everything I came for and... 
Yeah. Most of special shout outs to Dagon and Start Survey, which both hit a ten for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. D- Dagon, nice. I will give Dagon a ten as well. Like that was flawlessly done for what they were mm-hmm. trying to execute. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Dagon is the one that like honestly if you described what it tried to do, it sounds like the least ambitious, but it's the one that did everything it tried yeah. to do with aplomb. Like it completely killed it with the narration, with the graphics, with the sound design, with the pacing, the concept in general. And I mean, I, that, that has very impressive stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man. Um, so Willie, I have a question for you. Good buddy. Yo, we're supposed to do trails next week. We both probably need to put more time into it. Uh, so do you want to do Ubermosh? You guys want to do Ubermosh <gasps> instead next week? Oh, and then shit. That'll give us hopefully enough time to finish out the game. Cause I'm a, I'm nearing halfway through trails. So I, I was honestly getting really stressed about trails because I need to basically work two shifts a day for the next like five days in a row, practically. So, uh, yeah, if you want, Ubermosh isn't going to take up very much time and look like a lot of fun. Uh, I think Ubermosh on how long to beat is like 20 minutes. And I mean, that's yeah. just because it's like, I think it's one of those games where it repeats loops. It's an arcade game. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Nate, you're welcome to join okay. us on that. If you want, I'll, I don't, I don't know how, uh, I'll keep that in mind. I'll see what my schedule not. looks like. If I'm available, I will be happy yeah. to do it. Yeah. It nice. sounds good Thank to you. me, man. Uh, so we'll do that next week. And then after that, we'll, we'll do the trails and, uh, we'll finish that up and then we'll dive into, I think was next Baldur's gate. I think the oh my god I no longer remember what the last poll winner was it's been a while since we've done those I think it's Baldur's Gate because I know Baldur's Gate oh 2 god, won it? but since there's carryover between 1 and 2 right that's right we're gonna do 1 that sounds right okay um, sorry Baldur's Gate fans that we've basically put 2 months into making you wait but uh, <laughs> tra- I knew Trails was gonna be a long one we both wanna absolutely yeah, finish this game the poll's still open but um, Baldur's Gate has an 8 vote lead so good luck anything else okay. <laughs> yeah I've so it's it's technically not a closed case yet. But I've thought about like just calling that one and putting another one up just to give somebody like things to vote on, but I don't want it to like throw people off yeah. timeline wise. Yeah. Well, if we're doing Ubermosh next week, then did we take down the Ubermosh vote? We could put up a new one for that. Yeah, now. I, I'll do that cool. tonight. And uh, okay. And uh, other than that, I guess we should do. Uh, we should probably do socials. Yeah. Because uh, I've actually been on Twitch this week. You have. You have. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and run through the little housekeeping here at the end. Uh, if you would like to check out the show on the internet, all that jazz. Uh, Bit.ly slash the Steam Machine Podcast. Uh, just capitalize first letter on each one of those, and that will take you to our website, which has links to everything that you could possibly imagine like the patreon which is patreon.com slash the steam machine podcast uh it'll give you the website has a link to our discord uh but if you do not feel like going to that you can do bit.ly slash tsmp discord all capital all letters, and that will give you an invite all to caps, the discord no cap. to come join and these polls that we're talking about with votes for the games you can come make your vote heard um so come in and there's like always chat like going on and stuff i've been real happy with uh people joining there's been more conversation happening and things lately it's been nice to see um and if you want a cool ass little shirt you know you want a shirt with a steamy on it or our podcast logo maybe you like one of my album covers whatever you want uh you can go to tsmpproductions.threadless.com you can snag all that stuff there and it's not only shirts you can get it on shoes you can get it on underwear you want you want steamy on your balls you can get some underwear with steamy on your balls. Like, go for it, man. Like, whatever you, whatever's floating your boat. <clears throat> um, so 
Nate, go ahead and plug your stuff, my good sir, if you have anything. Yeah, of course I have things. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok, all at Turtle Bear Man. Uh, just good times for everybody. Just a big goober that plays retro video games on Twitch and says stupid things on Twitter and posts stupid things on TikTok. We good here. No hesitation. No hesitation. <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> Uh, I like that you've uh, you've repurposed some of your Twitch clips with some uh, new editing for TikTok. I know that learning video editing has been a bit of a challenge at first, but you seem like you're really yeah, getting it right now. I like it now. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Plus, you got to play Monster Party this week. Yeah, that was sure a great that was game. A I love that game. Yeah, I've never played it. Well, I've been streaming a, l- a lot. But- it's a weird game. It's a really weird game. Like It almost feels like an unlicensed game. It's so strange. <laughs> Yeah, um, plug your stuff. I've been uh, doing a little bit of streaming on Icebrand Studios, twitch.tv slash Icebrand Studios. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Doom again recently, which is obvious. That's my main video game to play. But uh, So I've been going through a thing called uh, the uh, WOD... Uh, what is it? The WOD Improvement... Or the WOD Guide for Skill Improvement, I think. It's a, a thread on the Doom World forums where they put together a list of levels in ascending order of difficulty, starting with the basic Doom 1 levels, and then moving through... You know, later releases, fan-made maps, and all that, until their goal is to get you up to the hardest levels of the game. So I've been playing, you know, through the early stuff, Ultra Violence, Pistol Starts Only, and uh, having a lot of fun. Been streaming about, I streamed like twice last week. I'll probably stream about twice this week, and um, maybe more. Just I'm not gonna have as much time as I'd like, so maybe less. <laughs> yeah. But uh, come by if you want to. Maybe we'll get to uh, we're gonna get to uh, TNT Evolution after my next stream, and I'm really looking forward to the first few maps of that. Wormhole is maybe the best map in Commercial Doom. Uh, you said TNT Evolution. I just assumed that, that was a new AEW show. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it for sure. Man. But that'd be cool, man. I look forward to seeing some more Doom. I look forward to seeing some more retro gaming. Uh, go check those guys out on Twitch. Uh, I'm on there every now and then. I'll plug it whenever I feel like starting up again. <laughs> whenever I'm on a game, because like, you know, I, didn't, I don't want to play Trails on stream because then I feel like I need to play the entire game on stream and I, I would just be on stream a lot. But I might I might stream some Overwatch. Uh, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, that sounds fun, actually. So, I, I'll try to stream some Overwatch too this but, week. Yeah, there's a, link, there's a link to my Twitch on the website if you go check that out. Um, and then my recommendation for the week, it's spoopy time, man. Go watch Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. Oh, that's a good one. Nice pick. On YouTube. It's uh, one of the original, like, I don't even know how to describe it. You should just go watch it. It looks like a kid's show. It's not a kid's show. That's all I have to say. It's like se- if seven If the vibe episodes. you're looking for is unsettling, you're going to get it. Yeah, it's like seven episodes, maybe eight. Uh, and it'll take you about an hour to watch them all. It, good stuff. Uh, you guys got any recommendations, anything spooky for them to check out? Because next time we get together, Halloween's over. Eat some candy. Hmm. Ooh, right. that's, that's damn good. Ah. Uh... Um, we're a reflect. Oh, that's the lame. I'm not gonna say we're a reflective vest <laughs> if you go trick or treating. I'm... First off, our listeners are not trick or treating age for the most part. I hope because we cuss too. We well. say a cuss occasionally. You know what, man? I, I I have been known to say a cuss. Um, actually, I'm just gonna say download that Dagon. If you're only gonna get one of the games you heard about in this episode, look into that Dagon game. I honestly think that uh everyone is likely to enjoy it. Yeah, I will. I will concur with that. Uh, well, and then. In that case, gentlemen, for the Brothers of Destruction, my name is Dalton. This has been the Steam Machine Podcast. As always, guys, keep your fucking fingers off my Butterfinger. Hey, everybody, Dalton here at the end, which means you know I fuck something up. (laughs) And it's just that I forgot to mention our absolutely wonderful 
Patreon members who need their shout out every episode. <clears throat> so I would like to give a special shout out to Nate Sir Cogsworth of the Seventh of Juniper, Jeff the Original Expendable, otherwise known as Old Jeffy Lube, uh, Aries or Adam, otherwise known as Aries or Adam, and a shout out to his podcast Revival and Extinction and DC Smokedown. You guys fucking rock. And in this episode, I wrote something special just for this. Uh, I'm no professional, though, so I hope you all enjoy this song that I uh, called. I don't even remember what I called it. I don't think I named it, but we'll call it uh, Secure, Contain, Protect. Enjoy. Gentlemen, secure this creature. Contain him and protect him at all costs. This is the will of the foundation. Hello! Welcome! Coming into my factory! Mr. One's entertainment here with magic for you to see! We hope that all of our products will bring you glee! We're not responsible for any agony! How about a Mr. Red? Or a unicorn friend? Maybe a Christmas carol to really brighten up your homestead! You can even read lots of woman famous kind of history. Maybe you'll turn out to be the next SCP-003. I guess we'll have to wait and see. It's coming from your aura Let the cleansing commence It's terrible affliction, you see One that I must cure you of immediately Have you no worries, I'm a medical man And I will heal you whatever Catch as catch can I thought my cure to be most effective You may not be human, but from my perspective The pestilence is gone, unfortunately it's spread To everyone around you, I'll see to them in your stead Just take the disturbing thoughts out your head Or here, actually, I'll just remove it instead
Save, protect, 